0: you know, there are a lot of words out there that are people are using and interchangeably. And I think that is the first step is you need to define what that means for your company um, and what does hybrid mean. And so, um, you know, my definition in general, hybrid means that you have some employees that are going to be physically located um, in one or multiple offices. And you also have uh, employees uh, that are going to be located remote. Yeah. Um, and so really, it can be uh, many, many different forms that, that come from that. Um, and, but that is what I would consider the definition
1: of, of hybrid. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR podcast. One of the questions that business leaders and especially HR leaders have on top of their minds these days is how they will build this flexible, hybrid, remote, distributed, who knows how many works are there out in the world to describe the new forms of work that we may see going forward and especially because of the pandemic. So I am very excited to be chatting today with somebody who has been in the world of HR for a long time, leading HR in companies um, you know, around the world and global international companies. And she is going to be guiding us to how to think about these new ways of working. So Kara, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thank
0: you, thank you. I'm doing great, thanks for having me. Uh,
1: it's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you. I am really excited about our conversation. You know, every now and then, um, you know, it doesn't happen like this often with the pandemic, but every now and then it seems that there's one topic that comes on top of everything else in the world you know, when McKinsey put out the War for Talent book and, you know, research and things that they did, it all became about talent. You know, then when we started talking about the fourth industrial revolution, I don't know if you remember, like four or five years ago, uh, the people from the World Economic Forum started talking about this, it was all about the fourth industrial revolution. And these days, it is all about this hybrid workplace um, sort of a thinking, uh, if you will. So how should we go about thinking about the hybrid workplace? What is a hybrid workplace to begin with?
0: Yeah, sure. So, you know, it's interesting. uh, You know, there are a lot of words out there that are people are using and interchangeably. And I think that is the first step is you need to define what that means for your company um, and what does hybrid mean? And so, um, you know, my definition in general, hybrid means that you have some employees that are going to be physically located um, in one or multiple offices. And you also have uh, employees employees uh, that are going to be located remote. Um, And so really, it can be uh, many, many different forms that that come from that. Um, But that is what I would consider the definition of of hybrid.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we all know that cultures, company, uh, company cultures are different, and each reality is different from each other. And there will be companies that really require their people to come back to an office and some others, you know, do not need to do that. But in your view, uh, why would a company need to have people in the creative or knowledge sort of sector working from an office? And and I'm asking you this question because I want to understand why, what's the case behind that, if there's a case for it?
0: Sure. You know, I- Definitely, it really is up to uh, not only the company and the business and what makes that business you know, the most successful, but it's also up to the people and the preference of the people. I yeah. think, you know, um, unfortunately, over the last year, um, you know, companies were forced to be in some sort of capacity and remote, whether they yeah. were previously or not, um, and whether those positions really were going to be most successful uh, being remote or not. And so it's really about, uh, you know, deciding what it is that can be and cannot be accomplished uh, from afar and in in the office. And I have to tell you, there are plenty of people that really feel more successful being in person. There are a lot of off-the-cuff conversations. There really is um, additional collaboration that maybe happens as what they consider at the water cooler, on your way to, you know, use the restroom, whatever the case may be. Um, but those things also can be accomplished, uh, yeah. with the remote workforce. And I think, um, it really is a matter of, I, um, can't say what specifically, uh, you know one can accomplish in person because i really do believe that it it differs on on the position and the person uh, but also i would say from a leadership perspective you know we have a lot of really great leaders out there in the world today that may not be the most comfortable um you know uh, managing their workforce that is either distributed or yeah. remote and so it's really about you know making sure that not only the employees but also the leadership have the tools and resources needed To be successful in whatever capacity that is. Um, And then there are going to be some industries, regardless of how badly they would like to be able to offer uh, remote uh, working to their workforce, it's just not capable. Uh, You know, manufacturing comes to mind. Although they're making great, you know, um, advancements in um, technology, um, you know, most of what needs to be done has to be done in person.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. You know, your response is very interesting because it, it all keeps me, it keeps me bringing back to this idea of culture, right, and an organizational culture. It seems, you know, when you think about managers being comfortable, you know, uh, leading in one way or another, uh, when it comes to how people collaborate in the workplace, that's, that, that all boils down to the idea of how people work, which is, you know, uh, the, the concept of culture. And I am, you know, one thing that I wonder is uh, or think about is the, the fact that many organizations are thinking about the hybrid workplace as in what processes they have to update and, you know, re- regarding, you know, time, uh, you know, to work or the, the schedule for work but they may not necessarily be talking about the cultural implications of having a hybrid workplace, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I think one of the most important things um, that not only HR practitioners but leaders and and an overall um, you know collaboration and deciding what really is best going forward, you know, you have to break it down by departments, by actual positions, and really have clear definitions of what works uh, best, um, and then really what is also tolerable. I mean, I would say you know the the people that are going to war- win the the war for talent. There's a lot of people that have um, uh, had the benefit of working from home uh, all this you know past year, and they are going to be looking for that. So if yeah. that is not something mm-hmm. that culturally a company can uh, sustain, that may be problematic uh, from a workforce perspective. But I think um, you know something that's really important is to define what that means because you can have, uh, for example, a company that's completely 100% remote, but is that remote? asynchronous, meaning that everyone is working to, you know, one uh, time zone? Are they working to their local time zone? Are there, you know, a range of hours that is expected that regardless of uh, time zone that everyone is on? Um, And then how do you incorporate that from a hybrid perspective and having people, um, you know, In office and uh, being able to make sure that that works. So, I think, you know, regardless of what the decisions are, I think one of the most important things that uh, we can do is to define exactly what that means um, and and that there's no question on, you know, what positions can be what um, and what does that look like um, so that it takes that guesswork out of, uh, you know, for the employees, for the leadership, for everybody involved.
1: Yeah, and I think it's interesting that you mentioned that because um, I I myself I I love working remotely. I know, like you said before, there are people, and this is not generational, by the way. This is across the board. There are people who want to go back to the office, and I found, you know, Boomers, Xers. millennials want to go back to the office and boomers, ex-millennials want to continue to work from home. So it's, it's, it's a little bit all over the place, but the questions that you are asking are, uh, you know, they are not easy to answer um, because they will determine, you know, what the company will look like going forward. And you mentioned one example, it is, uh, you know, if you, if you are hybrid, or if you're fully in the office or fully remote, this will determine the kind of people that you will be attracting to your company, where they are coming from, uh, you know, how comfortable, uh, you know, safe, safely and health-wise they feel coming back to an office. So these are, these are, not, are, are not easy questions to respond
0: No, definitely, definitely agree. And that's why I think it's really important that, uh, you know, every company looks at their employee workforce, that they really ask for transparency and input, uh, you know, from their employees, but also their leadership and um, also looking at the numbers. I mean, you know, there has been so many changes and you have to look at what's going to be successful for your business as well. And uh, because there are people that want to work in the office and people that want to work uh, from home you can find talent in both and and some you know in general i would say there's been so many surveys out there um you know out to the public and asking people if you'd rather have a thirty thousand dollar raise or work from home <laughs> yeah, and, you know uh yeah there, there there's uh you know lots and lots of uh you know differentials but I think, you know, something that's important to, to keep in mind is, you know, maybe someone would love to work from home, but they don't have the environment and nor are they going to be able to afford a different environment for their home life to be able to be that successful. So it doesn't even have to be an all or nothing, or in the office or remote. But how about uh, you know office spaces that are just you know put up and someone can go into you know a rental office and they're allowed to do that. I mean, there are so many options to really think about, um, and it really is about the time to be creative. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, I'm I'm reflecting about a couple of words as you as you speak. One of them is the word creativity, um, you know, that you just used. And also the word transparency. You, you use both words. And, you know, creativity to find the ways that work for you. I mean, every culture is different. Every company is different. But uh, to me, what matters here, at least in my view, is how creative you can get and still get the work done and still do what the company needs to do. And the word transparency, you know why? Because I, I was recently chatting with somebody. And this person told me, uh, we're going to be requiring our workforce to come back to the office two, three days a week. And I asked that person why. And he said to me, well, because that's the way we've always worked. And I'm like, that's not an answer for uh, bringing people back to the office. I mean, if that's your response, you know, maybe you're going to be able to keep some of your talent for, a f- you know, for a few months. But I'm sure that eventually people will start to leave because they don't want to be in a culture where." they have to do something because that's the way things have always been done, right? And, and I think if there's transparency to say, you know what, this is our company and we are client-facing, they expect us to be here when they come to the office, not to talk to a computer. That's why we need to be in the office. That's a better explanation than saying, because we've always done it this way, right?
0: <laughs> 100%. And I think that's why it's so important to define, you know, to your point earlier, culturally, what do we want to be where were we you know pre-pandemic where are we now right there's been lots of businesses that have morphed and changed and have different revenue streams than they did previously they work completely different there's been enhancements there's been so many things that have happened um and I think it is an opportunity to be creative uh you know I, I have a client that I was working with and um you know, uh, Sony makes, uh, you know, the, the Oculus Quest 2, the virtual reality headsets, right? So most people use those for uh, gaming. Um, and a small to mid-sized company, and they went and they bought one for every single employee, regardless mm-hmm. of uh, location uh, globally, and went ahead. And now those employees had a headset at home that they could choose to, you know, use uh, for gaming with their family or whatever the case may be. But it allowed us to be able to do team building. You felt like you were actually in, a, you know, one of the, the meetings ended up in a, in a happy hour bar virtually. <laughs> because you're speaking, you really feel as if you're in person, but yeah. yet you're sitting at your home or wherever it is that you're participating from, doing presentations. And in fact, it made even some people feel more comfortable. Because they're an avatar, so you can dress yourself the way you want and you don't have to be, you know, feeling like you have to look good on video, but yet you still get that in-person feeling. I mean, there's so many different avenues that a company can take. Um, It's really just thinking outside the box, making sure you have a really good think tank um, and, uh, you know, explore, see what's going to work um, and, and make people happy because at the end of the day, you know, happy people, uh, you know, produce more efficiently and effectively, um, and so I think it's really important uh, to have your workforce be happy.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and 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 again, I, I think one one key element that I'm taking away from our conversation is, uh, you know, how creative we need to be. Uh, because, well, you know, we are, we've been reinventing ourselves over the past, you know, 14 months, basically every day. You said it before. Companies have different or added revenue streams that they didn't consider before. I mean, if, if, if that's not enough evidence that we can really be creative and still be in business, I mean, I don't know what else could be, right? So um, I, I'm hoping that we don't hear any more we got, got to come back to the office or work remotely because this is what everybody else is doing or the way we've always done things. But instead we find creative ways that work for our own organizational realities and that we can have, co- like, you know, you said it before, we have conversations. We hear and listen to our people to see what the best way could be that helps them be happy, but also helps the organization deliver um, the, 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 the outcomes and the products, services that it has to deliver. So, um, so, Carol, let me ask you this last question to wrap up our chat. If they, Talking about creativity, if there was one place to start being creative when thinking about different work forms or arrangements, where would you suggest HR can start this creativity process?
0: Um, you know, I really think it is about, um, you know, team building. So, regardless of your um, workforce, where they're located, um, whether they're all in the same office and they're all in person, whether they're all remote, people want to feel part of the organization. And yeah. I think regardless, most companies, um, you know, there's very few companies that I know of. It's not to say that there, there aren't companies out there. Cause of course there are, that are going to be hundred percent back to the way that they were. Yeah. So There are changes that have transpired. So I think now more than ever, it's important uh, to make the employees feel part of the organization, regardless of where it is that they're working, you know, um, from. And I think you know, for our HR, it's really, really important that we get creative in being able to provide, uh, you know, that feeling of inclusion and that people don't feel guilty. If they are a person that's 100% remote, they shouldn't feel bad about it. Um, And same thing if a a person's 100% in office. Um, And I think we have to be really careful um, with really being sensitive to people's needs, wants, desires, and really just make sure that everyone is feeling uh, inclusive. And you know, my my example earlier is is a great way to to do it, um, and and a perfect example of being creative in, in team yeah. and team building and other things. Um, and I think that's what's important.
1: Um, yeah, I, I I love that, and I love that idea of inclusivity, regardless of how you are working. I think that's one of the bigger, biggest risks of, you know, for those working remotely, they may think like, yeah, is the guy who is working from the office going to get the promotion, the raise, the new job, or the new project, uh, or shadowing the boss, and, and whatever it is. So, I think those cultural uh, questions need to be addressed. So, Kara, thank you so much for spending this time with me and, and giving us so many insights to think about when it comes to reimagining the workplace uh, for the future so thank you so much thank you thanks for having me it thank you and thank you thank you and thank you everybody stay tuned for the next episode of the hacking hr podcast i'll see you all soon thank you everybody for watching or listening to this podcast i hope you enjoyed the show please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.